Okay, so the royal family. Just why? Just why? Like, let me start off by saying I'm not British. I mean, I have a lot of friends over in the UK, and you can say that, you know, it doesn't justify me criticizing the royal family, but fuck it. Let, let's do this. So the royal family is worth like 88 billion US dollars, which is fucking insane. Now, I can understand the aspect of there being tradition and respect and whatnot, but listen, that only goes so far. I mean, the royal family has, like, fucked their way to the top, just like, you know, the U.S. has in recent times, and just like almost every other nation or country or empire that has taken control over vast parts of the world. Now, let's just look past that for a moment. Let's evaluate why royalists tend to support the royal family. Also, in case you didn't know, royalists means people who support them or are big fans of them. So, royalists will argue that the royal family brings in tourists all over, from all over the world, which is a fair point. I'll give them that. But the question is, do tourists come to see the royal family or to see Buckingham Palace and whatnot? Okay, because I know for a fact that when tourists come to observe Buckingham Palace, there's no chance in hell that they will see any member of the royal family. You just won't. Like, they're, like it's so fucking big. Where are you going to see them? So the question is, which one is it? Is it for, are people coming for the architecture and the buildings and the history of the UK as a whole, which is actually very interesting and intriguing? I mean, personally, I'd love to go to the UK more and more often. Um, or is it for people to play a guessing game as to where members of the royal family will be while they're looking at the palace? Is it like, oh, I wonder if the queen's going to be in this part of the palace or not? Like, fuck off. Like, give me a break. Like, Ah, like, here's another thing about the royal family that I find noteworthy to speak of. And that is the, the royal purse, or as they officially call it, the sovereign grant. And that's where a piece of every single person's tax dollars is sent right to the sovereign grant and goes into supporting the lavish lifestyle of the royal family. I think that it's far time to be done with that, if you ask me personally. And this, I believe I can have an opinion on, because in Canada, which is where I'm from, we're officially considered to be part of the Commonwealth, and so a percentage of our tax dollars goes towards the sovereign grant. Okay? And it's like, man, like, we aren't living in a time and era where any of that fucking extortion-type practicing is even needed anymore. Like, I understand that the British gave the 13 colonies permission to be independent and whatnot, and, you know, there's history behind that, but why does it mean that generations later people still have to be paying into the sovereign grant? Like, what the fuck is that about? I mean, just north of... Like, just north of 100 million US dollars went into the sovereign grant last year alone, as if they fucking need any more money with their almost 100 billion dollar net worth. Not only that, but don't get me started on the fucking renovations of the place. Like, you want to talk about unnecessary spending? How about the fact that there has recently been a, a fucking a cash injection of 10 million pounds put into Buckingham Palace just for the plumbing? Like, fuck off, seriously? And to make things better or worse, however you want to look at it, 369 million pounds have been allocated over the next 10 years for refurbishments within the Buckingham Palace. Like, fuck me. Jesus, can't that money be spent towards, uh, I don't know, a charitable foundation? You know? And let's talk about all the properties they can live in. How many fucking places do you bloody need? And how big do you need them to be? Buckingham Palace is roughly 770,000 square feet big. Now, fine, we can say that maybe it's worth it for tourism. But what about the other 18 palaces they live in and go between? The fuck's the necessity in that? 
granted, the queen owns two of them, and the other 17 belong to the state. But at that point, the, the hell is, what's the difference? I mean, let's put it this way. From the year 2018 to 2019, a study has shown that the cost of living like the royal family, if you want to live at their, you know, the way that they do, would be about 85 million U.S. dollars per year. Like, why? For what? Not only that, but some of the queen's, like, listen to this. Some of the queen's finances are actually held overseas in the Cayman Islands, as well as Bermuda. Like, oh, I wonder why she put him there. I really wonder. I mean, that's a big question. We got to get to the fucking bottom of that one. I wonder why people throw their money, why she put it in the Bermuda and in the Cayman Islands. I mean, talk about financial transparency. Oh, and speaking of transparency, here's something else I want to talk about. So the queen meets with the prime minister once per week to discuss current affairs and whatnot. And, you know, first, let's just say God knows what kind of influence she wields over him, but whatever, that's, that's not the point. The point is, is that... To my knowledge, there isn't even an official statement that lays out what the Prime Minister and the Queen discuss. Like, where the fuck is the transparency in all this? I mean, even if some of the conversations are classified and should be privately held and kept for the sake of security and whatnot, fine. But at least release some kind of fucking quote, you know, like some official statement, you know? I mean, if that was, if secret meetings were held between the Prime Minister of Canada or the President of the State of the U.S. and, you know, uh, another, you know, larger figure, you'd bet your ass that people from all walks of life, like the media, members of government, and all that, would be calling for some kind of debriefing as to what was spoken about. No? Like, come on. I mean, when Trump met with Putin, they, they apparently, I, I don't know, I forgot exactly what it was, they didn't have a a translator in the room or someone writing down the conversation and people went fucking nuts over that. People lost their shit. But the prime minister can meet with the queen once a week and no one says fuck all about what's discussed. Now, don't let me get into the conspiracy theories surrounding them either, but like, fuck. Like, you want to talk about legitimate conspiracies that might actually hold some truth to them? How about Diana's murder? What about that? And she died, why? Because she was supposedly pregnant with... Uh, uh, what's it called, uh, James Hewitt's child who coincidentally looks like Prince Harry or something like that, or, I don't know, I don't know what the, or she was carrying a baby that belonged to Muhammad al-Fayed, and I think that's what it was, she was carrying a baby that belonged to Muhammad al-Fayed, and so, you know, the queen wasn't happy about this and ordered the murder of Diana, I mean, really, would you put it past the queen to put a hit out on somebody? I mean, look at the royal family's track record, like their bloodline, look past, listen, I I'm not saying... This kind of behavior is exclusive to the royal family. It's not. No fucking way. And I'll be, you know, I'll be ranting about other bodies of government and institutions and all that shit down the road. But seriously, like, just think about all the things I just spoke about with respect to the royal family. And you're going to sit there and tell me that some of what they do isn't considered useless? Come on. And to think that the Queen was clashing with, you know, Meghan Markle for a number of reasons. Because, you know, supposedly... Prince Charles has been heard saying there's only room for one woman, and that's the queen, and she gets pissed and all this. So like, plus, you know, Meghan's from a different racial heritage, and if I'm not mistaken, she was married before, and, you know, the queen took issue with that, the blah, blah, blah. I mean, fuck off. Like, good thing that Meghan and Harry got the hell out of there. They were probably the two smartest ones in that whole family, if you ask me. So, look... I didn't plan to make this an episode, a long episode. I could go on and on and on, but I think I've raised enough of a stink to let some of my questions and comments be, you know, lathered and thought about by the people listening. So that, that's, my, that's my, my issue with them. 
There's a lot more, but I'm not going to get into it. I have no issue with their existence, okay? I, I just have issue with the things they demand from others all the time. And so that's my problem with the royal family, mainly.